if the process is easy, the result's going to suck. If the result you want comes like super easy, then, you know, you, you either didn't ask for the right one or you didn't do it right. It's, it's something's going to suck. Bad habits are always more pleasurable and admitting that. Okay. Bad habits are pleasurable, but unfulfilling. Good habits are not pleasurable almost ever, but super fulfilling. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Next Level University, where we teach you how to level up in your life, your love, your health, and your wealth. No matter where you are now or where you've been, there is a next level. We bring you seven episodes a week, six of which are solo episodes with Kevin and myself and one world-class guest to help you get there. This podcast is proudly sponsored by our friend and mentor, David Meltzer of The Playbook Podcast. Should we bring Amy out, you think? Yeah. Let's I see it. her behind the scenes. She's, she's smiling. She's got a big smile on her face. She's ready. Here she comes. <laughs> How did you know is. that Amy. I was going to be smiling? Because I, I <laughs> just smiling. know, Amy, I know you. I know. I know. What do you think? Should we do some questions or? Yeah. We can we keep have... rambling if you want. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, you can if you want. We have a ridiculous amount of questions. Well, let's do it. So ah, you guys ready? It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. What is the average rate of adding new habits that you found to stick and avoid burnout? Oh, my mm. goodness. Less than you think is what I would say. I think it depends. And Alan has more data than this, but are more data than I. It Number one depends on the person. Number two, it's less than you think. Number three, it depends on the mood and circumstances of your life. So I know that some people in the team is a great example of this. We have people that come on the team and the first week they're just kicking ass and taking names. And they're like, this is amazing. I feel so fulfilled here and so supported. And then next week it's like, I don't know if I am a human being. It's like, yeah, that's, that's pretty normal. So I would say start with, I would literally start with three under health, three under wealth, three under love. I would start with like six to nine. And I, I think your, your aim is to get to a dozen, depending on when it seems easy. If you're getting 100% on your system, like I did for four months, I probably should up my system. But if you're getting 100%, it's probably time for more of a challenge. It's like if you can go to the gym and squat the bar a thousand times, it's probably time to throw some weight on. 100%. You got to find the challenge skills sweet spot. And remember that the amount in which you can execute in a given day, it, it's a muscle. Uh, reverse engineering is a muscle and self-discipline is a muscle. Self-discipline by definition is is deciding in advance to do something, even if you don't feel like it, and then following through with that. If you don't have that muscle well-developed, uh, I'll give you an example. One of my clients is trying to quit his nine to five. And he's been in his nine to five for many, many years. I think he's coming up on two decades and he's an awesome dude. And I told him straight up, I said, listen, peak performance tracking is very humbling. We all have this idea of what we could be versus what we actually are. And this is nothing personal against him. It's just one of those things where it's like, listen, you have 12 habits now that you're going to try to do. See, clocking in to work because your boss will fire you if you don't is not self-discipline. That's fear-based and that's easy. We all went to school when, it, when we had to by law, right? That's not, that's not self-discipline. Try being an entrepreneur like when Kevin quit his job and then try working a full day when you don't have to and no one's, no one's trying to force you to. It's very hard to do things on your own accord when there's very little consequences. And so the, the answer I would say to everybody 
um, is the same thing that I told this client of mine. Start small, like Kevin said, and build. I want you to know that tracking your habits will make you feel bad about yourself at first. It will. In theory, half an hour exercise per day, totally doable for everybody, unless you have you know, a debilitating something physically. But like half hour a day sounds easy. Unreasonably difficult. Like stupidly difficult to work out a half an hour a day every single day and never miss. Almost impossible, actually. So I often say you can either be good or feel good, almost never both. It's a joke, but it's also somewhat true. Um, you have to get rid of this arrogant ego that we all have of this idea of ourself rather than like what is real. Um, I was doing 70 pound dumbbells on bench press for, I think six the other day. And for me, my old self did that easily. And now it's pretty challenging because I've really let some, my strength go. Um, it, it it's just humbling, but you got to start small and build. And, and just like anyone else, just start where you are, try to be humble and just, just, Start small and build. And, and if you just realize that you're not going to feel great at first, but trust me, on the other side of that is success and fulfillment and pride in the good sense, keeping the promises you make to yourself. Um, start small and build. It's a long way of saying that. Alan said that uh, when you're an entrepreneur, nobody cares about whether or not you do your work. Your bank account cares. I assure you, your <laughs> bank account cares. So. Yeah. And then when your bank account is low enough, believe it or not, self-discipline gets real easy. It does. That's true. <laughs> What's next, Dame? Why do you think it's so difficult for people to build good habits and easy to build bad habits? I um I know Alan probably has like the, the, the actual physiological answer, but... I'll say this, Alan and I were walking out of the studio one time and we were talking about habits and I was like, dude, it's like, everybody wants to smoke weed and watch porn. Like those are terrible habits, but like they're easy to fall into. They're easy to fall into because they're very, very quick with the result and you get a dopamine hit. And when it comes to like where we are in podcasting, it's taken five years, like five years every day. And it's, you know, there's not a lot of dopamine hits along the, the way. Like there's been a lot more crash and burns than there have high flies. Now that's starting to switch, but bad habits, think of it this way. If I said to you, Hey, if you smoke that cigarette, you're going to die tomorrow. Then you probably wouldn't smoke that cigarette. But if I said, Hey, if you smoke that cigarette, you might die in 40 years. It's delayed. The, the negative outcome on that result is delayed. If I said, Hey, if you track your finances, Today, you're going to be a millionaire tomorrow. Everybody would be like, I am in. That's awesome. If you track your finances and then change like a bunch of other behaviors, you might be a millionaire in 40 years. It's just not sexy. <laughs> it's just it's just not sexy. So that's what I would say. Yeah, best answer ever. Um, the simplest answer is dopamine. And uh, there's a book called The Molecule of More. And I re recommend anyone out there read it. It was recommended to me by Lauren Johnson. But basically, bad habits have more dopamine. Um, Kevin and I have been on the phone today since 10 a.m. Mm -hmm. And we've had what? Like other than pee breaks, we've had maybe 10 minutes of a break. Yeah, I ate my salad. Yeah. That was it. And I, I think it's, again, no BS but heart-driven. Guys, uh, being up here seems sexy. It seems awesome. It is awesome, but it's like also kind of not. 
Like we've been at it since 10 a.m. with zero breaks. It's like 7 p.m. Like I'm going to the gym after this. Like it's really not all that it seems cut out to be. And I don't want that to dishearten you. But the original question was like, why are bad habits so easy? Bad habits are more pleasurable. The, the simple answer is bad habits are almost always more pleasurable. Uh, no, not almost. Okay. Bad habits are always more pleasurable. And admitting that. Okay. Bad habits are pleasurable, but unfulfilling. Good habits are not pleasurable, almost ever, but super fulfilling. You get to choose to either be proud of who you are and make positive choices, or you get a pleasurable life. Optimize for fulfillment or optimize for pleasure. We've all been guilty of both, but you know we all like cake more than salad. Everybody knows that, right? But salad's better for you. You just, you know, we all we all zig and we zag. Try to shoot for eighty twenty. Try to shoot for 80% fulfillment, 20% pleasure. My favorite show in the entire world is House and Friends. I have two, two favorite shows. Every time we're on the road, Kevin and I, we're working our faces off. And at night, what do we do? We get In-N-Out Burger and we watch Friends. Why? Because that's the 20%. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Been going after it, struggling, travel is a whole thing. Anyone who does it for business understands that. And at night, we just want pleasure. <laughs> like Friends yeah. and you know Nick at Night and, and In-N-Out Burger four or five days in a row. Like it's not the best for our fitness. We're human beings and we need some pleasure too. So just try your best to get on the right side of that ledger. Bad habits are easy to create, hard to destroy. Good habits are hard to create, easy to destroy. Be careful, choose wisely. Boom. Alan, you can answer this next one first because I keep stealing the answers. Oh, it's, it's all good, man. It's fire. Hey everyone, I'm Helen Baker from Melbourne, Australia. I'm an entrepreneur and a client of Alan's from Next Level University. I've had many business coaches in the past and I can honestly say that Alan is seriously next level and excuse the pun, but he has this unique ability to help you find a solution to your business problems uh, using his intellect and his business modeling and his genuine heartfelt desire to help you achieve your goals. I can be vulnerable with Alan, I can share anything and feel comfortable in his presence knowing that at the end of our coaching sessions I feel empowered to do incredible things. So if you're looking for a business coach, I highly recommend Alan because his advice and his ability to coach you will be instrumental in achieving your success. Why do so many people have an aversion to tracking their habits? Oh, that's right up Alan's alley. He's going to take a giant swig of this comically sized bottle first. Because <laughs> it's a massive pain in the ass. That's it. It's a huge pain in the ass. It absolutely sucks. Anyone who tells you otherwise is full of it. Oh, I love tracking my habits every day. No, you don't. No, you don't. You do it because it's worth it. I'm tracking my calories today. I'm 170 calories in. It sucks. Anyone who tells you tracking calories is fun is full of it. It's not fun. It absolutely sucks. But being in shape is great. And you can't have one without the other. So that's why it's so hard to track habits. It's a huge pain in the ass. Everyone on the NLU team will tell you that. Huge pain in the ass, um, but it's totally worth it. They'll also tell you that too. Yeah, I second that. It does. It kind of sucks. 
but it, it is what it is, you know? Get it, and you've like, done it every day for the last year. <laughs> I've done it every day. Yeah, but honestly, it now it's coming around of like, look, again, I've said this so many times in the podcast, but I really want people to understand this. Like, we're getting more listens in a day than we did in the first year. Like, why do you think it's not it's not luck? It's because we've been doing the right things. It's because Alan and I have been doing it and the team has been doing it. Like, that's the that's the reason why. So a lot of the stuff, like getting up in the morning sucks. I don't like getting up early. But I, that's just when I operate at my best. Like, I realize that. I think it's the self-awareness of like, look, it's not, think about it this way. How often are the results and the approach the same thing? Like, think about that. And how often are, the results are always better than the approach. Like, doing a bodybuilding show sucks. Worst thing ever. At worst thing ever. The pictures are <laughs> awesome. The pictures are awesome. Right. The pictures are awesome. Traveling Alan and I in California on Pacific coast highway. Awesome. That trip sucked. Like it's terrible. We did seven interviews in five days and we lifted every day, whatever it was like it sucked, but the pictures are cool. And like, it's a cool story now. So yeah, you have to understand that the process usually sucks and think of it this way. And this is like very, I guess, negative, but if the process is easy, the results going to suck. If the result you want, comes like super easy then you know you you either didn't ask for the right one or you didn't do it right it's it's something's gonna suck and just remember okay if you sorry to interrupt you kev i I just you made a great point there if if you want the process to be pleasurable the results will most likely be detrimental if you want the process to kind of suck the results will most likely be really good for you in the long run um for example you know, watching Netflix eating Cheetos, the process is awesome. Best process. Okay. Best process ever. Huge fan. But the result, if you do that long term, is very bad. Right? Honestly. And so it, it just kind of is what it is. That's why we have such a huge, yeah, embrace the suck. Jen just said that. Um, that's why we have a huge obesity crisis. 44% of doctors are overweight. Doctors, right? Those are the people that go to medical school for eight, 12 years, eight years, and they still are overweight because it just sucks. Eating right is so hard. You know, um, it's just important to understand that. Just have the humility to admit that you're human, admit that the process kind of sucks, and just do it anyway because it's worth it. I agree. And it, it, honestly, like, I don't think there's a lot of, I, I don't think there's a lot of people out there that will tell you that. You know, there's a lot of people that like are trying, and obviously, Alan and I have coaching and services, but like, it sucks. It just does. It is what it is. Like, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. I won't, I won't lie. I don't think it's, I don't think it's fair. Like growing this podcast, this brand, this business is the hardest thing I've ever done in my entire life. Bar none. I have a client who literally said to me, Alan, every time I talk to you, it makes me want to puke. I swear to God. She actually said that to me and she is our highest paying client by far. And she, and yeah, what a, great say, what a raving, what a raving testimonial that is. Raving testimonial, and she literally, our conversations have made her millions of dollars, genuinely in the future. Like I know that for a fact. It's just these are the tough conversations. You know, if success came easy, we'd all have it, right? So, anyways, pretty negative turn there. We were going pretty yeah. good. <laughs> negative turn. Let's let's do another one, eh? What could possibly yeah. go wrong? <laughs> <laughs> At what point do you consider a habit solidified and potentially no longer necessarily needing to be tracked? Oh, that's a great question. Question? Question? 
Go ahead, Helen. Geographically? <laughs> Geographically? Uh, we know this happens every time and we don't have time for it. Real quick, one more time, Aim. I'm so sorry. I was in my own head. One more time. No, you're good. You're good. Okay. Repeat the question. <laughs> Got him. Oh, man. Uh, fun dinner. It's good. What, at what point do you... Con- sorry. At what point do you consider a habit solidified and potentially no longer necessary needing to be tracked? Oh, great question. Honestly, um, when it's so automatic, but even then you got to be real humble with that. It's got to be so automatic. Um, but you got to be really humble with that because I've had some habits in the past that were so automatic. I tracked, I remember on my fitness pal, I got the reward for 472 days straight of tracking. 472. I remember I was in my kitchen. I was like, hell yeah. Like that was so cool. And I was in great shape. What a coincidence, right? Um, just abs ripped. And I stopped. I do not weigh my food anymore. I don't do it, right? It's it's I I I lost my humility on that. I I should have stuck with it. Um, I remember one of my one of my dear friends. Um, he he literally said, I don't even I weigh my food, even though I don't track it, just because I want to keep the habit. And I said that was a dumb idea. And I said, um, that's a waste of your conscious energy. You should be putting that towards your real estate career. And he said, nope, I disagree. I'm with him now. In hindsight, it was very smart for him to weigh his food, even if he's not going to track it. Um, just be very, very humble. If you feel like you're going to do it regardless, and it's something you always do anyway, and it's become a massive part of your identity, you can move on to other habits. But until then, I would say keep tracking it if it's a critical number. And by critical, I mean a top leverage point. Yeah, I second that. If you're part of a group who you do it together with, like think of that, Alan and I have never, uh, podcasting's not on my PPT. I don't get credit for this. So, you know, in terms of like on my system, I don't get to check off a box. So if you have somebody that's helping you stay accountable for sure, but it's like, we all forget, you know, we, even like my best habit ever, it's like, I still will forget it if I'm not writing it down eventually. You'll miss eventually probably. So I think it's good to check, maybe just keep checking in because the, the problem is this, like, okay, say, say you forget to weigh yourself for a week. Like it's probably not going to be the end of the world, but like by the time you actually start to see the detrimental results, it's so you're, you've lost all your momentum and now you have to start all over again. So honestly, I think it's good to always track it in some way, shape or form. Why not? Keep an eye on it. Yeah. Uh, real quick. And then we'll go. Cause we gotta, we gotta jump. Think of a train and the team is so sick of this because I just say momentum. I've been talking about momentum religiously i probably use that word with my clients and the team like 10 times a day minimum um i i don't have to track that one no but okay think of a train how many times do i use the train emoji in my every day multiple times okay the reason why is because when a train is on a track and you are trying to start it you can literally put like a two by four in front of that thing and it, it won't go no matter what you do but if a train already has momentum and it's going 120 miles an hour you can put a brick wall up and it will blast through it like butter. That is what momentum can do. Momentum is Newton's laws. It's the laws of the universe. And again, Newtonian physics versus quantum physics for any of you physicists out there. Yes, I get it. But like, just understand momentum is everything. The reason why Taylor Swift can sell at a stadium with 65,000 people is because she's had momentum built over 14 years. By the way, three years prior to that, she couldn't sell out Foxborough. That's why she didn't. 
right? So you just got to understand that. Um, Eminem's been rapping for 40 years. The dudes, the dudes can sell at a stadium in five minutes. If you're brand new, you can't do that, right? Um, so it's just important. What do you think? We get out of here. I think it's time. You think it's time? Amy, what do you think? I think it's time. You think it's time also? I think okay. we've lost momentum. Yeah, today was, today, today was a good one. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the the back and forth. I think, you know, this is one of those things that we've practiced a lot. And I think there's a lot of people out there saying like, I, you know, I've heard people say like, I don't want to track my habits. It's like, it's too rigid. It's like, well, it can be at first, but it's just like anything else. It's a habit. All habits are rigid at the beginning. Like weighing your food sucks. It just does. But yeah, it, it also helps you with your result. And yeah. I think it's just, I think it's important. If if we want to sugarcoat everything, we can, but that's not what we want to do because then we'd be lying to you and we're not in the business of lying. If you're unsure about whether or not you want to track your habits, um, reach out to the team. Seriously, reach out to Amy. Like I remember it sucked at first. She hated it too. I've never met anyone who likes it. My clients, like they can't stand it at first. They're always glad later. Remember, weighing your food sucks. Being in shape is great. So just understand that. Reach out to the team. Ask um, if you want the peak performance tracker. That's my one, my one sort of plug. If that's what you want to call it, I've been making a peak performance tracker for people who aren't even clients. Like literally, I'll create it. Email me, Alan at nextleveluniverse.com. Alan at nextleveluniverse.com. Email me. I will literally put your name in the spreadsheet, and I will be the only one who can see it, and I'll send it directly to your email. Um, so please reach out. Spreadsheet Jeff, as we call him when he puts his spreadsheet hat on. Also, uh, as you can see below, Alan and I both have one-on-one coaching spots available. Next Level Podcast Solutions for me, Next Level Business Solutions and Lifestyle Design for Jeffrey, number two. As always, we love you. We appreciate you. We do not have fans. We have family. We will talk to you all tomorrow. Thank you, Amy. You're Please welcome. reach out. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you as always for joining us for another episode of Next Level University. One podcast episode can change your life forever. If you got value from this episode, please share it with someone you care about deeply. And we will talk to you on the next one.